This is Faith and Fable, a pastoral podcast where we discuss common and often controversial topics from a biblical perspective. I'm Mark. I'm Matt Miller. I'm Matt Henry. And I'm Lena. Today we're talking about the topic of prayer, and we thought it'd be helpful just to give a brief talk on some helpful points, how to pray, stuff like that, because this can be a topic that generates a lot of guilt in many Christians. Yeah, all you got to do is ask anyone, you know, how, how's your prayer life? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right yeah, there. Never... That, that'll that kill any conversation in a, in a moment. <laughs> Could be better. Yeah. Uh, or I'm, I'm really struggling, which means you're not <laughs> yeah, doing that at all. I honestly say I've <laughs> never <laughs> heard someone say, yeah, it's really going good, actually. Yeah. Or, or, or if they are, they're the kind of people you don't want to be around. because I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're not hanging around them. Yeah, it's, it's clearly not affecting their life. Anyhow, most, most of the time you're going to get this horrified or, or very downcast uh, response. Um, and that's why we wanted to do it. This is going to be a much shorter podcast um, because we want it to be something that's very simple to listen to and hopefully encouraging. But we had uh, years ago a guy named uh, Don Whitney, a professor uh at Southern Seminary, and he came and taught at our church, and and he taught on prayer. And I remember how helpful it was. And he started out his teaching um, by saying something like, uh, "We we don't pray because we tend to say the same old things in the same old way, and the end result is boredom uh, sets in, and we just feel like there's nothing more to be said." Um, in fact. It's also very common that when when you ask a person, and I see this all the time. In fact, I do it sometimes just to be a, a creep. I'll look at a person in a Bible study and say, well, why don't you close in prayer? And the person has just spent the last hour in a Bible study, and then all of a sudden I'm looking at him and say, would you close in prayer? And you can just see their whole mind just go blank. Mm-hmm. They're like, I have yeah. no idea. And so then yeah. the words just be with us and just bless us and everything that we just spent an hour <laughs> Right. I, well, I remember years ago teaching a class on prayer. The oh by Carson, the yeah. spiritual formation, and the whole thing was on prayer. And then mm. it was awesome to be able to ask someone after, "All right, can you close this in prayer?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah. cruel. Yeah, we were cruel. But I remember being in that can, class. Now, can you break you. down the structure? Of yeah, that was yeah. that wasn't very Pauline. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> a it's a great of... way to just completely demolish anyone's spirits. Is just, <laughs> just yeah. would you pray and then. We'll, we'll critique that. Anyhow, uh, what you end up have is a blank minds, a lot of stammering, a lot of vagueness, uh, actually even flat out heresy. Mm-hmm. Um, but prayer and Bible reading are two of the most important things that a person can do in his Christian life. It's also two of the most simplest things, uh, but it's no surprise that they're frequently the two things I find as a pastor that are most neglected. Um and all I would argue for is that that's satanic. Um, that he, he, the way you're going to know God and the way you're going to reflect that knowledge is going to be through prayer and Bible reading. And so at the very core of the most simplest things to be done for your spiritual growth and health, um, Satan deceives you into thinking it's a waste of time. So we want to just give really simple, basic help on the subject. And I hope... Um, it will be helpful. I, it won't make anybody listening pray. Uh, so don't fool yourself into thinking that, okay, I'm going to listen to this about how to pray, and somehow that will count. It, it doesn't count. At some point, you have to pray. Mm-hmm. But it will hopefully show you that prayer is not as hard as probably you're making it out to be. Um, 
it 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 doesn't need to be an exercise in futility. So yeah, so with that, I mean, maybe a helpful thing to do is just begin with the definition. Well, because, that, that would probably be useful. <laughs> well, as you said, I mean, it's such a vague concept in people's minds and, you know, prayer has been modeled for some people either well or poorly. And so we just don't know what it is, but prayer is simply a response to the person of God as he's revealed in the Bible. And so in a very real sense, it's it's a communion and it's worshiped or worship, but in a very specific manner. Um, quite simply prayers talking to God, but it, it becomes in a form of worship. Um, so it involves praise. It involves confession of sin. It involves intercession for others. It involves supplication and, and making requests to God as your father. Um, and so there's different components to it, but at the end of the day, it's, it's simply talking to God in response to who he is. All right. So I'm going to set you up here and ask you a question that you're not ready for. Is prayer a one-way or two-way conversation? Oh, I'm ready. This is one-way. Prayer is a one-way conversation. Well, okay. I, I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> okay. and Now the theologian in you is going to kick in though, right? No, well, I just, examples. Okay. So Jesus in John chapter 17, that high priestly prayer. Um, nowhere in that passage does God the Father talk back to him. In all of Paul's examples in his praying throughout the epistles, yeah. um, there's no evidence that God was talking back to him. In the book of Acts, we see people praying, but never is God talking back to them. And so prayer is a, a one-way communication with God. In, I, I completely agree with you. And it frustrated me because in seminary, I had to take a class on prayer, which is great, but they required you to pray for a solid hour every single day no exceptions, and you weren't allowed to break it into four 15-minute prayers. Mm. Had to be one solid yeah. hour. Wow. And the only time I could do it was at four in the morning. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Did you have an automatic uh, coffee maker? Oh, my goodness, no. But it, it was hard. It was hard. Um, and and then they showed us a way to break it into 12, 10, 12, how many minutes would that be then? Oh golly! Now I'm showing five? my in, yeah five minute increments, and and so there would be different ways that you would pray and fill in your hour. But one of them was listening to God, oh, yeah, and sure. I'm like, my my seminary doesn't even believe this, but we're being asked to do this, oh. so I always skip that and did other things, um, other ways of prayer. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a one way, and this is this is important. It's us speaking to God. God speaks to us how. Through his word. Right. Yeah. And only through his word. So we have that confidence. What? It's weird. I, Cause I feel like in the past at Miss You, I've heard people say, when you're praying, you should leave room. You should be quiet. Well, not by me. Like from the pulpit? No. Oh. Yeah. Well, then, of course, you're going to hear people uh, who um, haven't really thought through. And I, I, I'll, I'll even show a lot of grace on it because I know that, you know, it's not usually right in the middle of a prayer time to stop them and correct their theology. But yeah. I mean, it wasn't a peer. It was someone that I looked up to. So I was like, oh, okay. So then I started, you know, praying, but then being quiet for 30 seconds. I don't know why I was being quiet, but... <laughs> you see, I, I can't be quiet because the moment I go quiet, my brain starts to wander. Well, yeah. Next thing you know, I'm on yeah. my to-do list. Exactly. Um, which is not good prayer. But yeah, this is why Bible reading and prayer are to be tightly connected to one another. Uh, God speaks to us through his word, and then we speak back to God. 
in light of what we've heard in his word. So we've already kind of given away. And that's the, the difference between good prayers and bad prayers. Yeah. Um, you, you know, so this again is that that thing that that class that we did, what we did is we just walked through Paul's prayers in his epistles and examined the priorities of Paul's prayers and what he was praying for. See that three times real fast. <laughs> priorities of Paul's prayers, priorities. Uh, that's I don't pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's that was good doing it once. <laughs> So, so anyways, but, but yeah, we say prayer and the Bible go hand in hand because it's the difference between what makes a good prayer and then just a, a nothing prayer. Yeah, or the, or the what I just started out this whole thing with, you know, what Whitney said. Uh, we say the same old things in the same old way because we're just kind of winging it. And so we go back to the simple things and the safe things. Kind of like my prayer when I was a kid was my turn to pray for uh, the meal. Um, yeah. It was... Thank you, God, for the food. Jesus died on the cross in his name. Amen. amen. Hey, at least then, you did it in his name, though. Bam. My father was an elder in a church. I mean, you have to pray in Jesus' name. But, I mean, that, yeah. there was no thought to that. That thing rolled off my tongue so quick because you were hungry, and the lazy Susan was already starting to spin <laughs> and, and oh. with seven kids. You hear it creaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like, I, I, you, you have to understand we grew up with a— a home where nobody had any problem kicking at you under the table if you went too long. It's like, let's eat. Okay. So, you know, you just said the same old thing. So, first of all, let's talk about some, the, the part that most people struggle in, and that's their private or personal prayer. And I'm just going to give some simple uh, hints. Um, all of these are ways that people have come up to help you think of through how to pray well um you can look them up on the uh, in the uh or on the internet yeah the first is acts a c t s so I'll quit laughing <laughs> Honestly, was the search engine going on? No, the internet. on the internet? Yeah, what's your search engine? Make sure that you use DuckDuckGo. <laughs> okay, well, they're not tracking you. Everyone's laughing, but DuckDuckGo does not track you. It's a great one. I agree with that. And yet, look at these two are about ready to need to use the restroom or something. <laughs> Name of it. Like, just, duck, 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 go. Duck, duck, go. Where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. Where man. did Google come from? Okay, well, sorry. that's I, actually I mean, the more you think a, about you're, it. You're, you're able right. to say Google. Well, and do, not you say, do you say, do you say, just <laughs> go true. duck, duck, go it? Is he just what you'd say? Yeah. <laughs> duck, duck, I go do. It. <laughs> but I'm also almost 60, yeah, so you, you I'm allowed to be that. You can't verbalize that one. Who else duck, duck, goes it with you? That's the point. No one. No one's tracking you. How did we get onto this? I don't know. You were looking something up on the internets. <laughs> okay. World Wide Web, for those who don't know. Webs. Okay. okay models of personal prayer. Oh, gosh. oh boy. Just, yeah. Anyhow, Axe, A-C-T-S. <laughs> This is great. You guys can Google that if you like, or Bing it if you want Microsoft Rewards. Oh, no. Um, ACTS stands for Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. Um, People like, so I don't know how to pray. Just write that out. Spend some time adoring the Lord, considering Him, giving Him praise. Confess your sin because at some point you need to. Then give Thanksgiving. 
Um, and not just to the Lord, but also thanksgiving for people. And then finally, you end it with supplications. Mm-hmm. What most of us will, are going to, if we're honest, our yeah. prayers are going straight to supplication. Supplication. Yeah. yeah. What we want at the time that we want it. Um, another one that you said you never heard of. Well, let me say, what I like about the Acts one is it, it begins with God. Right. Me too. I mean, yeah. you're just saying we, we want to sh- jump immediately to asking for something, but this begins with with the person of God himself, not you, which right, it which is good, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then well, go ahead. But also Thanksgiving before supplication too. I think that's it's a it's a it's yeah. that's why I put it first. It's a handy little uh, mm-hmm. device. Um, this one you'd never heard of. It's if if you just take your hand and you hold it up, it, it you have to picture me doing this and point your thumb straight toward you, um, and then you just use each finger. So the thumb. Uh, is to remind you to pray for those who are closest to you. Uh, then the first finger is the one you use to point at things. So that's uh, pray for those who teach you, who are directing you. So they're picture of them pointing things out to you. Uh, the second finger is the tallest. Um, pray for your leaders. Uh, the ring finger, I don't know if people knew this, but it's the weakest finger. Uh, that's the one you use to pray for those who are struggling or suffering or weak. And then the pinky is the smallest, so you pray for yourself. So that's another way of doing it. You know what? I I got taught that by the sweetest old lady who was a prayer warrior, and that's how she prayed. And so it it works. Uh, You know what? And that's honestly the whole point of this is I don't care really what you do as much as you're, you're praying. And, and learning to begin to pray better. Then you have things like the ABCs. Um, that just stands for abiding, believing, and confronting. So abiding is abiding in our Lord. So it would be this idea of praise and contemplation of God. Uh, believing, which would be praying in light of the promises of the Bible. That's a good one because a lot of people just fail to, to really believe mm. what God has said. And then confronting um, this is where you're dealing with personal sin, but you're also interceding for others. So ABC. Um, and the final way, if you really want to be biblical, is just take the Lord's Prayer and use it for what it was designed to be, an outline to teach you how to pray. It was never designed to be prayed as a prayer. It was designed to teach them on how to pray. And so you can just use that as your outline. You're going to do exceedingly uh, well, but there's other ways we can do it, and and you've got several suggestions. Yeah, so those are maybe those are some models. Here's just the actual act of prayer. Here's some suggestions um, to help you just do it and hopefully do it well. The first one is just pray out loud. I mean, you're by yourself, you're in your car, you're you're in your room, whatever. Pray out loud, or you know maybe you can do it quieter, even under your breath. But um, it keeps you from daydreaming. I actually do yeah. this. Because yeah, I, I, am, too, I am, too. I am the worst daydreamer. Me too. Yeah, yeah. My attention span's worse than a hamster. <laughs> it's, it's bad. I mean, I, I see something sparkly and I'm gone. So I have to pray out loud. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're one who then is prone to distraction, an easy thing to do is just get a notepad and and write things down. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and um, write things down that interrupt you. Yeah, you start thinking about all the things you got to do. Yeah. Um, or I got to call this person. Well, instead of getting off track, just yeah, you know, call my mom. And now, yeah. you, okay, now you won't forget it, and you can get back to prayer. Yeah. Uh, here's a concept: put away your phone and turn off the music. Gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I put on like cigarettes or something like or- or- orchestral. 
I know it drives me nuts. What did and you call it? A cigarette? Cigarettes. It's who it's it's oh, it was your wedding song. It's your wedding yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. The one that the guy sounds like a girl. It's a neoclassical composer. You, well, got, you gotta set the mood. What's that? You gotta set the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want me to put it on right but, now? No, but is it oh, distracting okay. to you? No, not at all. Okay, that's the it, point, it, though. If it it's music me. that's distracting, okay, so or I you got the TV going, oh, or the radio's right. on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know. You know, your phone's, your phone's uh, buzzing. Brain, yeah. the, the phone, right, in, in our society, just make that phone go into yeah. another room. Yeah. 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 Get a, get away from it. and don't don't tell me that you're if you're struggling in prayer don't tell me that your pro your prayer I mean your phone has a prayer app on it and that helps you because it's not helping you you're on your phones get off the phone and start talking yeah. to, to God but yeah um another one and this is what I do I mean I have a whole document I don't get this one in my computer on this it helps me um, write out your prayers um, either by hand if that helps or on on the computer. Um, in it's fact, a this good is what, thing. Here's what the, it's what the Psalms are. I know, right? They're written. For, I, I feel like a dork. But for me, I need to have my hands doing something, and so I, I won't get distracted. It helps me think about the words. I wish. I wish. Yeah. I wish I could do it, but I was required to do that also in my prayer class, and I sinned. I actually would have to then stop and confess my bitterness. <laughs> did you write that confession out, or did you? Uh, at times, <laughs> and fact, he he would give me a smiling uh, face. Sure. Um, another one is you know don't don't try to sound holy. Mm. Just make the point simple yeah. and straightforward. You're not impressing God. In fact, you're probably harming yourself through the temptation of pride. Mm. Uh, this this one is important though because again we try to make prayer something more than what it is. Goodness gracious, just talk. Right. You're Tell just talking to God. Yeah. Yeah. You and and he knows what your your intent is. And he even when you're failing, uh the yeah. spirit's praying for you. So you, you have unmediated access, so the words you use and how you say those words doesn't somehow make it more acceptable to him. Another one is res, um you know, resist the temptation to explain to God why he needs to act in a certain way. Um he knows what needs to be done. Dear God, Please help Jody to get her diabetic medicine because you know if she doesn't get, and her <laughs> blood sugar gets too high, then then what happens is okay, that okay. she starts and you're like, oh my goodness, haven't well anyone who's ever been in a group prayer time and you're listening to somebody rattle on, you're like, I think he knows. Yeah, right. He invented God, diabetes. God doesn't know how to duck duck go diabetes. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> oh boy, you just had to bring that in. Didn't you? To, well, yeah. we're, so this, this is where uh, you know the doctrine of, of omniscience will yep. help you not feel the need to explain every everything to him. Another one is during your, your formal time of prayer, read the Bible first and, and use what you've read as the impetus for your prayers. A single most simplest way to help you pray better. Let, read your Bible be, first. Let it be scripturally informed, yeah. Um, and then another one is don't be afraid to be fully honest with God, um, with your thoughts and your emotions. Um, it's not like he doesn't know what you're thinking or what you're feeling anyway. And so uh, just... Open that up to him. I'll do this in counseling where somebody's talking about their, their guilt and they'll talk about how angry they are with God. And I'll just ask them, have you ever told him that? Mm -hmm. And I've had them look and they're just horrified. Like, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. I'm like, why? Well, it's wrong. Hulk. <laughs> but you are angry with him. And he yeah. knows you're angry. So why don't you just tell him and you pour out your heart about yeah. your anger and your frustration. Yes, yeah. I it, it's, it's amazing. And if you look at the Psalms, 
David starts out all the time, like, why have you abandoned me? Right. And right. by the time he's done, right. yet I will trust in you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It, it, he works through all of that. So, Or, or, or for something totally seeming un, seemingly unspiritual, um, a car. Yeah. Or, you know, a, a certain house or something. Just ask him. Just ask him. Worst that happens is he says no, mm. right? And it's not, it's not like he doesn't know you want that anyway. Um, um, my, yeah, my most common question I'll ask people who are uh, struggling with something, I'll, I'll ask them, have you prayed about it? And it's disheartening, I think, to me, the number of times they say, no. It's like, what you just said, just ask them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then last, um, and I think this one is good, is remember that you're in prayer to your father in heaven. Um, he, he is your father. He loves you more than you realize. And you know, he knows what your needs are and he's eager, um, to answer your prayers. And so just remember who he is. Yeah. That you don't have to make it more complex than that. He's not this distant deity, um, from behind the clouds. He's your father. Now, obviously everything we've done is showing that we're not trying to teach a theology in prayer. Maybe we'll do that later. This is just real practical Practical. stuff. You know, if you're struggling in prayer, Try some of these things. Yeah. Um, now, another part of prayer, though, is public prayer. Um, and that can strike terror into some people's hearts, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and too often, uh, pr- uh, public prayer, though, gets treated like private prayer. And it's not. It's a, it's a very different um, beast, if you will. Um, you're actually leading others in prayer, and you're praying on their behalf. Mm-hmm. And so I think, personally, that if... If you learn to pu- pray publicly well, it will make you better at praying privately if you practice it because you're going to learn how you're, you're going to be more cautious with what you're saying. You're going to be more um, careful to try to be praying on behalf of all the people that are before you. So, And you're always teaching yeah. in your prayers. Um, you're, you're communicating priorities in prayer. You're communicating who God is and the right things to ask for, the things you ought not to ask yep. for. And so it's important to have a a good prayer when you're doing it publicly. So at Missio, um, we have certain things that we ask people to do when they're going to pray before the congregation. Um, and these are just, these are non-negotiables. Uh, if I don't have confidence that a person is ready to pray on their own with no um, help, I ask them always to email me their prayers because the first requirement uh, for public prayer that I make is write it out whenever possible. And so for us, if you're going to pray before the congregation, you have to have it written out. Um, and the reason for it is it keeps you focused. It makes you think before you speak and you tend to stay on topic. You, uh, you, it allows you actually to, to develop a thought more fully than just yeah. kind of, we thank you for your sovereignty and then, Sovereignty will never again come up. It's like now you can explore that and talk about that mm-hmm. in your prayer. Um, yeah, another one is we want to make certain it's triune. Yeah, why? Um, because we worship a triune God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we need to address all parts of, of the Trinity, though he's one God. Um, and so the prayer, the prayer, the biblical model is you're praying to the Father. Um, you're praying to the Father because of the work of the Son. So he's the mediator and it's done in the power of the Holy Spirit. So you don't thank the Father for dying on the cross. Yeah. Um, you're not praying to the Holy Spirit. 
Yeah, um, that's popular. It's this idea. Well, we're going to just pray to Jesus right now. And you're yeah. Like, Why yeah. don't you just pray or to the, the Spirit? Yeah. You know, or invite you Spirit. The, but but Jesus, when he when he taught on prayer, he says, "Pray then this way: Our Father who art in heaven." Um, and so he's giving the model there. Um, so yeah, it's important to to know that you're praying to the Father by mediation of the Son in the power of the Holy Spirit. But that second part through the mediation of the Son. That's why, and it's sort of a pet peeve of mine, I guess, is make certain that you end your prayer, and it's not just a throwaway phrase, yeah. but in Jesus' name. Um, it's because of his name that we have access to the Father. And it's also presuming that we're praying in a manner that's consistent with his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Right. Right? So if we ask anything in his name, he will do it. And then we like, yeah, but he didn't. Well, that's because it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. According to his name, which is his reputation, his his character, his purposes. Um, yeah. So this goes back to also pray biblically, and you and you're you know you're in where you need to be mm-hmm. with your request. But anyhow, go ahead. Um, also, when praying publicly, use real language that you would use in every day. Don't use fancy language. There's not a kind of holy. Yeah set of words that make your prayer more acceptable to God. Did you grow up ever where guys would pray King James? I was going to say, it's like <laughs> no. all of a sudden. The right. and <laughs> well, it's not even just that. It's like, it's like who, okay, so like you're, t- I'm, I just had a conversation with you and then now you're praying. It's like, this is a completely different person. Yep. And then you go back to something else. Yeah, like, or, yeah, the, or the they have that really yeah. cool yeah. intonations. Yeah, yeah. Dear Father. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, though, tone matters sometimes. Um, you know, you don't want to be... I think it... Because you don't want to be flippant. I mean, because you are teaching again. Oh, You're that, coming before that, the... That's a pet peeve sure. of mine, guys, yeah. who act like he's there. But then the whole thing... He's your buddy. Yeah. Yeah, he's my homie. Uh, it's like, you're not... No, he's not. He's your father in heaven. He's so you do have Lord to and... Have some reverence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A whole lot of reverence. Yeah. Hallowed well, again, be thy name. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Because um, again, you're communicating things about God in the way that you approach him, because this is a public prayer. So, but we would say use real language. There's not a holy right. language. Um, as a general rule, focus on big topics rather than individual ones. Um, you know, use the word we more fre- frequently than I, because you're praying as a corporate body. Right, right. This is gathering. a public prayer. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, if we would say also, if you're praying in a group, um, do everybody in that group a favor and don't drone on. Um, we'll even use egg timers in our small group sometimes because there's nothing that'll kill a group quicker than an hour long prayer that yeah said nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've literally had that where people go for 20, 30 minutes and I'll stop them. In fact, I'll do that doing prayer requests. I'll just interrupt them and say, you're, I have no idea what you're asking. You ha- tell me what you want us to pray for in two sentences. Now I can get by with that as a pastor, but still, yeah, yeah. Put an egg timer down there if you got a people helpful. that just can't say what they need to say. It does help. Yeah. Um, and then last, um, before you pray, you know, consider using um, a particular passage to guide you. Um, anything in any passage in the epistles will do. I like to pick Psalms uh, to guide my prayers. They inform my prayers. I use mm-hmm. the language of that Psalm, right. especially when speaking right. on, on who God is. And so it helps you stay biblical. 
Um, so you use a passage. Yeah. So, you, you know, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, for by grace we were saved, right? Or we have been mm-hmm. saved through faith. Right away, you can just say, Lord, I thank you that it was by grace. And and you're just using that as your as your guide to pray back to God what is true. The nice thing about praying from as, re, as a result of the scripture is that you know you're being biblical. You're not in heresy. You're not wandering around. Um, and it, it actually has a flow of logic to it as well. And you'll be mm-hmm. amazed at how often your prayers, you're, you're done because you, you just chose a small section of Colossians. I, I also think the Psalms are yeah. the perfect. I mean, it's God's prayer book. Yeah. So, so be wise on passages that, that you pick too. Yeah. I think early on I would pick like Lamentations. I don't know why, because that was like 20. That was a pretty cool book. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's difficult to, you're praying for people, you're trying to get their minds centered on the person of God, and and that has a very unique and specific application. Revelation is not. Yeah, that's. And the horror Babylon. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, don't don't be going there. So give give some uh, helpful resources for prayer. I came up with three simple uh, books that, it should be on everyone's shelf, I think. The first is uh, called uh, Praying the Bible by Donald Whitney, and it'll do, it will teach them, and this is a tiny little book, but it's great. It will teach them to do exactly what you were saying about the Psalms. Uh, it shows you by using the Bible as your guide, and I promise people, if they will do this, it will change the way they pray um, completely, and, and the, it will become far more enjoyable. And if they'll just make it, habit for three months to pray like he recommends, um, they will find that their prayers will be much more natural and much more biblical. Um, Another wonderful book is uh, one by Paul Miller called The Praying Life, uh, Connecting with God in a Distracting World. It's a little bit longer, but he writes in a very pastoral way, uh, very readable, good stories that illustrate in a very real way. Uh, I found myself actually tearing up numerous times as I read through it of just how he was able to appeal to your emotions and thinking about the tenderness of God and the need for prayer. Uh, uh, The way I describe it is it's like having a friend next to you, um, encouraging to pray. Um, And then one of the best things, in fact, we always require people if they want to start praying in front of our church uh, on Sundays uh, is they have to read this book, The Valley of Vision, a collection of Puritan prayers and devotions. It's edited edited by Arthur Bennett. Um, it's a timeless. Oh my moment. goodness! It it will make you feel bad at first <laughs> because you're like, yeah, I don't pray like this. Yeah, but if you'll get over it <laughs> and just start reading it, you'll you'll realize there's a depth to what prayer could be. And that's at first it will rebuke you because you're like, man, I'm sad. But if you'll start to allow it to be your guide, I actually tell people, take one of the prayers and use it as an outline to write your own prayer and and shamelessly steal from it. There's nothing wrong with it. And we've had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and let it work until it becomes yours. And th- if, if people will take those three, they're very simple reads. Um, they'll, they'll be well on their way to uh, praying better. Mm-hmm.